what a day. What a day. It's currently 9.23 p.m. on Tuesday night. And I have to admit, I am very unprepared. I don't really know where this podcast is going to go. Like yesterday, I had asked all of my peeps in my private group on Facebook some topics. And I got a lot of great ones. There were a few in there that people suggested, but I have literally no experience in in some of the, the stuff they were asking me to talk about. I don't know. Maybe I misunderstood overcoming certain things that I've never been through. I don't know. Um, but... I figured, why not talk about the big Tragus showdown that happened today? Now, you're listening to this, and it's Wednesday, February 26th. But right now, it is Tuesday night, February 25th, and I'm about to recap all of what went down and a couple of little discoveries, the current book that I'm obsessed with, and I thought I would also bring in this lip balm. It's a lip recipe. It's called lip pop and it's a Sephora brand. It's a Sephora brand. I bought it on Sunday and I got so many questions about this. I'm going to put it on again, even though it's nine 30, who cares? I got so many questions about this color. I was wearing it today. And what's amazing is that it smells and tastes like watermelon Mm, and it's so moisturizing. It's got such a pretty color. It is perfect for on the go. It's perfect for on the go. Um, now, if you had told me before I bought this that this little bomb from Sephora was $22, I would have put it right back. I was not paying attention. And then, as soon as I opened it up and put it on my lips on Sunday, I looked at the receipt and I was like, oh, holy shit, this was $22. I was not aware. But I'm actually really glad that I did not know the price because if I did, I would have put it back. And since I didn't look at the price, I kept it. And I'm so happy because I love it, love it, love it. It's Glow Recipe Lip Pop. It'll be in the show notes, show notes. Uh, My name is Lisa Page. I've been rambling for almost three minutes and I still have not really formally introduced myself. If you're new to me in this podcast, welcome, welcome. I believe this is episode 33, but I feel like we've been stuck on episode 33 for three weeks. So don't quote me, but I'm pretty sure we're at 33, maybe 34. Before we get into everything, oh gosh, this is huge news. Huge, 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 huge news when it comes to Built Bar. They just dropped three new limited release flavors, s'mores oatmeal cookie with walnuts and cashew caramel with coconut. The s'mores in particular, I'm excited about because I've been begging Built Bar for months to come out with a s'mores. I feel like now all they're really missing is like a good chocolate chip cookie dough or maybe like a strawberry shortcake. You got to take the chocolate out of it for, I think the strawberry shortcake. I don't know, maybe white chocolate. I'm very happy that the s'mores is out. And let me just run down some of the stats here because man, oh, well I'm looking right now. Oops. I just refreshed. S'mores is already sold out. 15 grams of protein. Um, it's a hundred and I think 60 calories. I can't remember because the sold out sign is over this. And yeah, so we have that. Then the cashew caramel with coconuts, 18 grams of protein, 170 cals, and the oatmeal cookie with walnuts is 18 protein, 160. I'm telling you right now, you are not going to find a better tasting protein bar than Built Bar. Believe me, just like the mascaras, I've tried every protein bar in the market. And when I discovered these last April, they literally changed my life. I eat one at least every day, sometimes two a day. I'm owning it. Go to BuiltBar.com and then Lisa at checkout for your discount. Before I jump into our tragus piercings, and when I say ours, I mean me and my friend Kimberly, Brittany, bailed. Hashtag 
Brittany bailed. So I want to tell you this whole story in a second, but first, can we please just talk about this new unplugged version of Rare that Selena Gomez just dropped? So let's get a Check this out. My ambitions were too high. Waiting up for you upstairs. Why you act like I'm not there? Baby, right now it feels like it feels like you don't care. Why don't you recognize I'm so rare? I'm always there. You don't do the same for me. That's not fair. I don't. Loving this version. Oh, loving. Uh, 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 oh, I like that. She recorded that at the Village Studio. And just on the track was her one backup singer and an acoustic guitar. That's pretty fantastic. And you can check out the full video of her Unplugged if you go to the show notes. I really wish MTV would bring back Unplugged. If you're a 90s girl, uh, you know what I'm talking about. Remember, there were so many like amazing shows on MTV. And now I forget MTV is even a network. I forget that they even have a whole channel. They're so forgettable. Remember the diary? Remember that diary show? Uh, you think you know, but you have no idea. This is the diary of Britney Spears. I used to freaking like, wait for those to come on or set my like DVR. <laughs> okay, so tonight let's talk about the big Tragus showdown. So some backstory here. Brittany, who you see on Instagram all the time, she's one of my besties. We were obsessed a couple of summers ago with the look of ear parties. We're both like just absolutely obsessed with the look of hoop huggies. For the most part, they're basically all I wear now. That whole look was the initial reason why we went in to get extra piercings. Both of our ears have third holes, but they're off. They're off, but they're intentionally off. So we got our ears pierced, not this past November, last November. Then we went back a few months ago, not even a few months ago. I don't know what I'm talking about. Maybe last month. And she wanted to get another part of her cartilage pierced. And I wanted to get my second hole re-pierced. It closed up. So we did that. And when we were at La Lobe, which is where we've been going the last few times, Craig owns the joint. And I had heard about La Lobe, you know, seven or eight years ago when a lot of my mom friends, I'm still friends with a lot of them, but all of them who had daughters went to La Lobe to get their daughter's ears pierced. I'm like the odd man out. I'm the mom that went to freaking sweet and sassy and everybody else went to La Lobe, the most professional place ever. <laughs> like I trust Craig with my life. He's the guy that's been piercing us. So last time we were there, there was a mom in front of us and she ended up getting her tragus pierced. And this is a piercing that I have like secretly wanted, but I've never really talked about. And then Brittany brought it up last time we were there and I was like, okay, yeah, but I don't know if I'm mentally prepared to do this right now. It's kind of impulsive. And there was another girl waiting behind us. So we didn't want to like take up more of Craig's time. He had already pierced my ear and 
pierced Britney's ear. Plus we were talking to everybody there. They probably wanted us to leave. So we were decided, we decided that we'll come back and get the tragus pierced. That's where our third friend Kim comes in. If you watched our live yesterday, Kim was the first one to go. Kim used to work at Orange Theory with us, but she's become a good friend of ours. And she had at one point, a few years ago, she had her tragus pierced. And then, I don't know, the backing fell out in her tragus closed up. So she wanted to get it re-pierced. We're like, perfect, let's all go down to Dallas. So we made the plans and we road tripped it down to Dallas, and, like down. It's such a far drive. It took us 25 minutes. We got to Lolo and I got to be honest, like I was sweating a little bit. I was sweating a little bit. Everybody that I've talked to that's gotten their tragus pierced, it's one or the other. It was extreme excruciating pain or it was no pain at all. There was no in between. There was no in between. We were all sweating the entire drive down there. Oh my gosh, just are we really going to do this? Like all last week, we kept counting down T minus five days, T minus four days. We're getting our tragus pierced. We're so badass. So we get to La Lobe. Craig, who owns La Lobe, uh, is piercing our ears and he's so calm. He is the most reserved, chill guy. He is who you want to pierce anything you want pierced because he's so low key. He's reserved and very calm in this type of situation where you just want everybody to be calm. You don't want someone talking your ear off. I would be paranoid that they would screw it up. He's just been doing this for so long and knows basically everything there is to know about piercings and what type of piercings, you know, you might be interested in body parts, where you're going to get pierced, all of it. So Kim decided she was going to go first. I think that she decided when Brittany and I were like having nervous breakdowns in the bathroom, she was probably like, all right, I'm just going to show these girls how it's done. So we walk back from the bathroom and Kim's like all ready. She's in the chair. She's ready to go. We Instagrammed the whole thing. I really wish these lives lasted more than 24 hours because at this time, when you hear this podcast, the live will have already disappeared. But you could probably go back and check my story right now for a couple of little glimpses of the behind the scenes. So Kim is sitting there. She's shaking a little bit. And we're all like, why are you shaking? You've already had this done. You should know by now. Well, anyway, Craig pierces her tragus and literally she does not even flinch. She's like, that didn't hurt at all. And Brittany and I are like, what? She's like, that didn't even hurt at all. I just felt a little pressure. I just felt some pressure. So at this point, I'm like, okay, well, I mean, shoot, I have a hundred tattoos and I've pushed out two babies. I can do this too. And so I get in the chair. Now, meanwhile, Brittany is having a freaking nervous meltdown, breakdown. She can't even handle it. And I swear the reason why she didn't end up going through with getting her tragus pierced or anything pierced for that matter, hashtag Brittany bailed is because she zoomed in right at the moment he shoved the needle in my tragus. And I think the visual freaked her out. And after that, she's like, I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm like, Brittany, you've got to be kidding me. She's like, I seriously, I don't think I can do it. I don't think I can do it. Now, Kim and I at this point are like, are you serious, Brittany? Come on. She's like, I don't think I can do it. OMG. I was like, girl. Mm. So, She's still contemplating. I'm like, Brittany, you're going to, you're going to want to do this. You're going to regret it. We're going to leave here and you're going to wish, you're going to wish you did it. You stuck it out. I don't know. I don't know. So meanwhile, she's a flip flopper and she's still not sure what she wants to do. She's 90% not going to do it. But then she was thinking, maybe I'll get my nose pierced. I want my, I've always wanted my nose pierced. Well, so while she's sitting there trying to figure out what the hell she wants to do with her life, 
uh, Kim over here is like, you know what? I think I want a third hole. I think I want Craig to pierce a third hole in both my ears. So here we go. Round two. Kim gets her second and third piercings done. We got Brittany still in the corner, not knowing what she's doing with her life. And Kim's over in the corner dropping 250 on piercings. So the way this story ends is Brittany did not get one damn thing. She didn't get her tragus pierced. She didn't get the nose piercing. I don't know what Brittany's going to do, but something tells me we will end up back at La Lobe and she'll, she's going to get something. I know she will, but I just did not expect Brittany of all people to back out. Seriously. I just didn't, I did not. We're talking about a girl who two years ago pulled over a member in our orange theory class and basically was like, yo bro, you got a hygiene problem. We're getting a lot of complaints. You're going to need to assess your situation and come in smelling a little cleaner or there's going to be a problem. Like this is the girl who told the smelly guy he smelled. That takes a big old set of balls to do. And today she did not have the balls to get anything pierced. So that is TBA at some point. It'll happen. I just don't know when. Talk to Brittany. Last week on Instagram, I reposted the podcast with Ashley Graham. Highly suggest that you subscribe to it. It's really great. It's called Pretty Big Deal. She actually has a whole video version too. And she had Demi Lovato on. Demi Lovato recorded this with Ashley Graham in October. So last October, it's about four months old, but I thought it was such a great interview and you really come to understand Demi Lovato and what she's gone through. And she just talks about exercising and how it got out of control and getting micromanaged. And here is the part of this podcast where they're talking about affirmations and body affirmations. And I just think that what Demi Lovato says and the advice she gives is so deep as cheesy as that sounds. Check it out. A bunch of people, um, that I work with in the recovery aspect of my life. So um, one of them is a dietitian, one of them is a therapist. And my dietitian was telling me, she's like, you know, I don't think it's so much about body positivity as, as much as it, you need to focus on body acceptance. Mm-hmm. So it's like now when I look in the mirror and I start to have a negative thought, I don't stop and say, no, you're beautiful, you're gorgeous, I love you, you're perfect the way you are, because I don't believe that. So what I say to myself is, nope, you're healthy, and I accept you. Oh, that's And that's powerful. all I need to do is accept you. You know, healthy, I don't, and I, I accept, accept you. you. Yeah, and like, so you express gratitude in the health, and then you just express reality in accepting yourself rather than trying to convince yourself of something that you don't believe. Like I said, I would love to be in a place where I could say I'm super confident in my body, but the reality is I'm not. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I just am not. Like, I haven't worn a pair of jeans in forever because I don't like jeans. They don't make me feel great right now. I get that. And I don't have to fucking wear jeans if I don't want to. No, so right don't. now I'm wearing like these stretchy, really comfy pants. And they look cool. Pants. They look cool. Thank you. Uh, I haven't worn jeans for six months. Yeah, neither have I. <laughs> it's such a good interview. I'm telling you, the link is in my show notes. So check out Pretty Big Deal by Ashley Graham. And sort of like on this whole self-development train here, I was listening to a podcast by Shalene Johnson. And she had BJ Fogg on. And he wrote this book called Tiny Habits. And now with Stu, he's reading this book called Atomic Habits. 
and just trying to rearrange his schedule because he's got this TV show and it's pretty intense and the workload is definitely a lot more than he was doing and he's always worked very hard. This is just a lot of content that he's coming up with and writing himself. So he, for the last three weeks, has been getting up at 4 a.m., leaving the house by 4.45. He goes to, like, Whataburger. True story. He goes to a Whataburger close to work, sits in the corner with his earbuds in, and starts writing the first half of the monologue that's going to air later that day. And so we've both been trying to create some new habits, and I can't say, I cannot confidently say that I'm going to be able to wake up with him at 4 a.m. That's a big ask, but there's no reason why I can't actually get up when he's leaving. Like when he comes to kiss me goodbye, I should be getting up at 445 if I want to get a head start on whatever I want to do. Like I definitely find that I'm more productive when it comes to even my recordings when I'm up early in the morning. Don't ask me. It's just, maybe it's the coffee. It's the quietness. It's the calmness of my environment. The kids are still asleep. The dogs are still chill. And it's just me in my studio. And I've definitely found that on those mornings that I have to get up early to cut a couple things because my producer needs them by a certain time, I get it done. I feel like when I'm, when I know I'm in a time crunch or I have a deadline, I definitely work diligently and intentionally a lot harder to focus on getting all that complete so I can hand it in by the time it needs to get handed in. A lot of times on Mondays and Wednesdays, I just putz around. And then before you know it, as you've seen many times on Instagram, it's 2.30 and I haven't done shit all day. I mean, I've done stuff, but I have not done my work. Everything but my work, running the errands, recleaning the house, doing laundry, making phone calls, changing or canceling appointments, bringing Miles to the vet for his freaking nails to get trimmed every damn couple weeks. Like it's always something. It's always something. When we saw Oprah a couple of weeks ago, she had a meditation specialist on and he was talking about meditation, which is something I've never actually explored because I just don't think I can sit still for that long. That's why I've never gotten into yoga. I can't do it. But for a couple of minutes, he had the entire American Airlines Center quiet and it was actually really peaceful. My friend Bria and I were like, dang, yeah, I was kind of like dozing for a second. And I thought her speaker brought up such a great point. And he said, listen, like we live in such an instantaneous, like we get news, we want everything right now in this moment and we get it. That also means that our minds are always going, our bodies are always going and we don't allow ourselves rest which is so true. How many times during the day are you running around doing things and sitting on the couch for 15 minutes doesn't even cross your mind? I know for me, it doesn't. It definitely doesn't. And if I am at one point or another sitting on the couch for 15 minutes, I do feel guilty. And I'm thinking in my head, I could be doing a hundred other things. Why am I sitting down? But Oprah's guest says, we've got to allow ourselves, like we need to give ourselves permission to chill out sometimes and sit down and close your eyes and daydream for a second and just catch up. He said, you know, 15 minutes is all you need. One minute is even better than no minutes just to be still. Moving forward with trying to create new habits, that's one of them I'm really trying very hard to get into. But getting back to this book, Tiny Habits, I really like it. I really, really like it. It's by BJ Fogg. It'll be in the show notes. And He's talking just all about starting off little, adapting to change, 
all the things that come along with habit formation and different steps of behavior design. And I mean, obviously I just started this book and I could download the audio version. Maybe I will on Audible, but for me, I like having an actual book. I like to mark it up. I like to note it and stuff. And I was really proud of myself because last night I was like, you know what? I'm going to form a tiny habit. And he says, think about the things you do that rush you around in the morning that you could easily do at night. For instance, my dog's dog food. They eat at night. They eat in the morning. Once they're done with their meals at night, why can't I just put a scoop of food in each of their bowls, cover their bowls, put it on the counter, and then in the morning when I get up, all I got to do is put the bowls down, okay? So that's what I did last night. Same with Zach and Ainsley's water bottles. They bring water bottles to school every day. There's no reason why I can't fill up their water bottles and put them in the fridge. So this morning when they rolled downstairs, they had nice cold icy water ready to go. And honestly, it was really nice. I didn't have to take that extra couple minutes to like fumble around for their water bottles. I'm still kind of half asleep or wash their bottles out from the night before. They were just there for them. And moving forward, I'm for sure going to have their lunches packed the night before, or at least have all their snacks and drinks ready to go. Cause sometimes they like to bring Capri Suns or Ainsley likes little, those little mini flavored waters. And I'll save like the deli meat sandwich packing for that morning. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to start doing little things like that at night. So I don't need to worry about those extra little steps as small and like irrelevant as they seem. If you start doing them even two or three at a time, it will make up like you'll save a lot of time and you'll feel more accomplished, I guess is the word. So check out this book. I think it's so great so far. Again, it's called Tiny Habits by BJ Fogg and Stu's reading Atomic Habits and he said he's loving it. He's got it on Audible. And then for his birthday, I bought him the actual book. I want to read his book too, but I don't want to start because with Audible, since we share an account, I can't start from the beginning it's just going to mess him up because he's already at a certain point in the book. And if I go and hit play, it's just going to pick up where he left off. So I got to wait for him to completely finish the book. But again, both of these books will be in the show notes. I really hope that you took away something from this hodgepodge of a podcast today. I honestly did not know what I was going to talk about, but then I was like, oh yeah, the tragus piercing. I should definitely talk about that. And to answer your question, because I got a lot of people asking, did it hurt? Did it hurt? The piercing itself didn't hurt. It was more of the pressure of like the clamp with, cause he uses a real needle. This ain't no sissy sweet and sassy with a gun. He uses a real needle and there's no numbing by the way. You're not getting numbed. So you gotta be a strong ass woman, I guess, to do it. <laughs> and we didn't do it with shots. We should have been taking shots, honestly. Uh, but yeah, it did not overall hurt. It was a little pressure And then afterwards, I felt a tingling sensation, which Craig said was totally normal. And that subsided probably around three or four o'clock in the afternoon. I also took three Advil earlier, so that helped as well. But overall, I'm glad I did it. I can't wait for this year to be up because this little hoop has got to stay in for a full year. And then I can go back to Craig and have him switch it out and put a teeny tiny little diamond in, which is going to look so good. So we just got to think in one year from now, One year from now, I got to get through one year, but I already cleaned up my ear. I'm feeling good about it. I'm feeling good about it. So that was the whole day and some of the extra stuff that I have been, you know, reading and listening to. And I just hope that you got something out of this podcast. All right. So for my song of the week, a plot twist, it is not Selena's rare, which I played earlier in the show. 
This is actually a single that came out four years ago. I interviewed Zara Larson two years ago backstage at the Grammys, and I came across this song a couple weeks ago, and I freaking busted it out in Kitchen Karaoke. I think there are definitely parts of the song that sound like Rihanna. She sounds like Rihanna. This is called Ain't My Fault, Zara Larson. Check it out. Rihanna in that? Nope. Nope. So I'm going to start telling my kids, nope. Nope. 
Nope, nope. That was Zara Larson. Ain't my fault. I'm Lisa Page. This concludes the episode. I think we're at 33, 34. I don't know. Somewhere in the 30s. Uh, the Lisa Page made me do a podcast. I would so appreciate if you could just hit subscribe and give me a review. A positive one would be just the best. And follow me on the socials. Lisa Page made me do it. I'll catch you tonight on the radio. 7 to midnight, coast to coast. Pop Crush Nights. All right, and I'll catch you back here for more extensive chit-chat next Wednesday. As always, thank you again for listening to my podcast, The Lisa Page Made Me Do It Podcast. Have a good one.